0: Tipping the scales into Libra, we are asked to look at the ways in which we serve and give to the world that fulfills us every day. The full moon in Libra brings balance with the energy that all equal one and that love is always the answer when true healing has begun. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello, hello, witches, wizards, sisters, misters, all my magical peeps. Welcome back to Magic Moon Phase. My name as always is Kitty, and you as always are awesome. Welcome back, thank you for being here. I truly appreciate your listens, cats and kittens. Libra full moon is opposing our Aries sun, and with this amazing energy, we are being given the chance to not just express ourselves, our ideal selves, in the energy of Aries, but also to express ourselves to others. As Aries is me, Libra is we. As Aries is the self, Libra is others. As a full moon, we have these opposing energies. So we're going to be looking at what are the high and low vibrations of both of those energies. Maybe some overall things that we can do to plug into these energies. Humana, hamana, As well as a couple things that you could add to your altar if you want to throw in a couple correspondences. This is going to be a supermoon. So it is going to illuminate and expose things that we want to eliminate from our lives. And with Libra being our general overall energy where the mantra of Libra is, we're all in this together. Everything is love. All of us are one entity, and we are doing it all at once. So they're really into balance and equilibrium and making sure that everyone has their say and that they are comfortable and making sure that their voice is heard, that they are seen. Libra is the scales. So they always weigh out all of the options, waka waka. The scales also symbolize equality, right? And justice. Uh, we are looking at the the justice card of the tarot is also corresponding, as we'll learn a little bit later. But justice is the karma card for me. Whenever I pull justice, it's either, you know, you're going to be getting something that you are receiving or, or need to receive that you deserve, if you will. Whatever you send out, you receive then in return. That kind of a, a karma or you only get what you give. Do you remember that jam? That was a good jam. The new radicals used to say, you only get what you give, right? And that can be said in so many different ways um, all around the world. But the karma card is what comes up during Libra season for the justice and equality that it brings. Libra energy is very um, willing to stand up for fairness and to make sure that everything is peaceful and just. The Libra? rules the kidneys, skin, and lower back lumbar region. It is an air sign that is affiliated with the planet Venus, and it also is affiliated with the heart chakra. So with these full moon vibes, in Libra, we're invited to look into relationships. As I mentioned earlier, if Aries is the self, then Libra is others. We've been looking into our ideal self, We've been looking into how we want to show up in the world powerful, confident, and ready to just get shit done quick because Aries is all about being fast, fast. As we are pulling in this Libra energy because Libra and Aries are opposing on our zodiac wheel, Libra is bringing it more to people that are around us and the relationships we have, and how much we can express ourselves truly and authentically within those relationships. And what relationships, as I mentioned, the full moon is going to be illuminating things we need to eliminate. And some of the relationships we hold on to and we cling to, whether it be a relationship with ourselves in the past, or a relationship of a friend that maybe we're thinking is a comfort zone, or something along those lines— Sometimes they just need to be released for no other reason than you've outgrown them or you've leveled up in different ways. And on the same end, what would it look like to rekindle some of these relationships with people? You know, if we are being invited and the energy is ripe for you to look at the relationships you keep and how you are able to show up in those relationships and to easily release what no longer feels good and serves your greatest good, What would that feel like to finally get rid of energy that is not serving you so that you can really step into that ideal self? Aries is kind of asking, who am I? And Libra is asking, who are you? And how can we work together to support one another? So those are kind of the energies that we're working with, as well as with the full moon, as always, we have the high and the low frequencies of both of these signs to work with. The high frequencies to pull more of those vibrations into our life, as well as become more aware, self-aware, and gain more knowledge about maybe the lower vibrations that we still have or that we act upon. So with Libra, Libra being an air sign is very uh, communicative, very social. Uh, Think of the self-expression, Libra's self-expression where... Aries is self-love. So it's all about the self, but self-expression with others in a different arena and self-expression and love within who you are and what you do. The high vibrations of Libra are that it's balanced, as I mentioned, very just, peaceful, harmonious, an awesome listener, extremely communicative and is easily relating to others. Um, You know, they can step into their shoes, maybe empathetic, if you will, can see a perspective from someone else's eyes, can walk miles in someone else's moccasins. You know what I'm saying? And on the low end, if we are dealing with a lower Libra, you're going to be indecisive. You're going to be non-committal, a people pleaser, right? The please disease, overcompensating for things that you feel bad about, things like that. Procrastination potentially with a little bit of anxiety. The thing about Libra and because they may be indecisive or anxious and procrastinate is because as the scales, they weigh all of the options and they see every option as equal. They see every person as equals. So if you have all these options to weigh, it could cause indecisiveness when you have a Libra that isn't really um, in tune with themselves. Uh, so really what I'm, what I'm getting at with that one is the more that you know yourself, the more you can show up as that self around others without being knocked off balance. Moving on to Aries and the higher vibes of Aries would be adventurous, very action-oriented, a pioneer, a forward thinker, someone that's really independent. I can do it alone. I can make it happen all by my God dang self. Someone who is passionate and almost intense at times, but not in a bad way. Intense and determined and really a, a, a natural-born leader. And on the low vibration of that, you have some selfishness, very um, self-centered, lacking compassion, controlling maybe uncooperative when it is around other people, right? Uh, They want their way or the highway. Life is a highway. I'm gonna ride it all night long. Gimme, 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 yeah. Uh, Combative, someone that might not have very much patience, potentially. Always quick. um, And if they aren't given what they want right away, they may say, see you later, sucker. I'm out of here. Ain't got time for that. So looking at both the good and bad qualities, you know, no judgment, Judy, but looking at both the high and the low vibes of both of these signs, which ones do you have that you really enjoy that you have? Let's start working on those and start bringing those back to light. Now, which ones of the lower vibrations do you have? Are you a people pleaser? Are you aggressive and impatient and controlling and uncooperative? Are you passive aggressive or procrastinatory? Which ones of these do you Want to get rid of because full moons are for illuminating and eliminating. So you get to choose, baby booze, exactly what you want to keep and release. Mm. Yeah. Jess's. So, some general overall ideas of what's going on here during this Libra full moon uh, potent time, the super moon awesomeness. As I mentioned in the intro, love is always the answer. And we are all in this together. If we always choose love, if we're always trying to see it from someone else's perspective and willing to release ourselves and our ego long enough to compromise and communicate and listen from a place of neutrality and empathy, then we can really start to heal. We can really start to open up to others, see different perspectives, and move forward together on a, a level playing field. Communication is key as well as listening. Two ears, one mouth. You're gonna listen double as hard as you talkity talk talk, chatty Kathy. And what would it look like to actually listen to people around you and and reach out to them? That's another thing about Libra Season is reach out because you are needed. As this is a time to communicate and listen to others, that is what's going to restore balance in our lives, right? Healthy relationships. Are a massive conduit to the happiness that we feel on a daily basis. If you are unable to be authentic with the people around you, you are going to feel stifled and sad and alone. So, the more that you step into that independent, passionate, determined, gifted piece of yourself, that's when you're going to find a lot more opportunity to be happy and thrive within your true, authentic, and ideal self. Your current relationships, so let's talk about Libra being a a space to look at your relationships. Your current relationships are your mirror, right? Chill with me here for a minute. Give me a second. I'll explain. If you find annoyance with something that someone does, yes, chances are that you hold a piece of that in yourself as well, and they are mirroring something that you find annoying about yourself or that you find to be a shortcoming of your own as well your relationships are actually who and what you are. So who you call in and who you magnetize to yourself is exactly who you believe yourself to be. And I talk about the law of attraction, right? Karma, this being the karma card, what goes around comes around. This magnetism and this self-confidence of Aries and stepping into that ideal self is a magnet. And when you truly love who you are on the inside, it magnetizes outward. So Who do you surround yourself with and do they emanate what you truly are? And no, like I said, Judy, no judgment, but that's something that you get to look at. You get to. It is a gift. You are being given a gift by this super pink moon of looking at all of the relationships, how you've grown within them, how you've grown because of them, if you've grown out of them, and if you have space to release them because they gone. Ain't no need to kill a dead horse, right? Ain't no need to drag around that luggage anymore because you potentially have leveled up or you have done the work. All of this stuff equates to you finding more of who you are. And that is the most beautiful thing in the world. With Aries, we find our ideal self, as I mentioned earlier. And with Libra, we are able to show that kick-ass ideal self to the motherfucking world. Finally, finally, it's happened to me right front of my face and I just cannot hide it. You're going to have that song stuck in your head all day long. Donkey Kong. You're welcome. All right. How about some altar? Altar correspondences, you say? Okay. Crystals for my crystal witches out there. Aries. Of course, we learned carnelian, a little red jasper. Carnelian for um, creativity, your sacral chakra. Red jasper to ground and that beautiful red color. Remember, all shades of red during Aries season are what's up, buttercup. And then uh, quartz to just, you know, make it even more intense like Aries. And then for Libra, we've got Lapis Lazuli, which some people say are uh, is a dark purple. I believe it to be a beautiful royal blue. Now, that one is really for um, communicating clearly during any negotiations. And then another one for Libra for Libra would be Ruby Tourmaline, which is a great one for balance. I also found out that some gems, Opal um, and Watermelon Tourmaline, which I had not seen before I educated myself on Libra, Opal, Jam, Ola, Jemmies, uh, The watermelon tourmaline is quite beautiful, so check that out if you haven't seen that before. Some colors, of course, dark blue, as I mentioned with the lapis lazuli, and pastel purple, and pink. Symbols, some random symbols, if you'd like to throw them on your altar, are the infinity symbol. I have a ring of the infinity, so I'll be throwing that on my altar, as well as a heart to correspond with the heart chakra, and that love is always the answer, love is always the way, we are all equal, we are all one. The fabric of choice would be cotton or linen. Flowers, any color of rose will do, be do. Iris, orchid, ivy, violet, and lily. Some herbs or scents if you are going to diffuse. Bergamot, anise, which is also known as black licorice. Juniper, rose, elderberry, and lavender for the peace and calming effects and the balance and equality of Libra. The tarot card, as I already mentioned, is the justice card. Number 11, I believe, off the top of my dome. The metal that we can use is silver. Maybe like a a little sprouting bud seed if you have any seedlings. Um, An egg would do as well, also because we are in spring. We just celebrated Astara. So looking at all of those as well, or a scale, that would be a good one too. I'm just, hey, there we go. Throw down some correspondence. The more you do, the more it comes back to you. Hey! All right, let's move on to some rituals. If you wanted to get uh, down and dirty with the rituals for Libra moon, Libra full moon, I have simple rituals to just plug in, plug it in, plug it in. And I have advanced rituals if you want to really commit legit. You know what I'm saying? So let's start with some, some simple ones. Communicating, empathizing, and compromising reaching out to all the people around you, reaching out to all of the relationships you have, and really communicating from a place of authenticity. Communicating, empathizing, stepping into their world, putting your feet in their moccasins, if you will, and compromising and coming to a place of general, overall, neutral understanding and love. Second one would be to, oh, look at all your relationships and and release the ones that aren't serving you. Like, determine which ones are old and moldy and let that shit go. Because you don't need it no more. And on the flip side the people that you do want to keep in your life and do want to have around you in your social circles, reach out to them and tell them that you love them. Reach out to them and tell them how much that they mean to you because this is the perfect energy in which to do that. Another one you could do if you wanted to, uh, uh, separately from your Libra full moon altar, you can create a love altar, whether that be symbolism of your romantic relationship that you're currently involved in, or it could symbolize you pulling in or calling to yourself a soulmate of your desires. This love altar can be an ideal relationship that you want to bring into your life, or it could be a current relationship that you're giving thanks for. Libra is all about partnerships and romance, so really taking the time out to connect to your significant other if you do have one, your partner, taking the time out to listen to them, be with them, laugh, talk, chat, communicate, and listen, be present, and be grateful. If you're not attached, writing down in immense detail what you want and desire in a soulmate. The more you see it, the more you can Then step into it because you know how it feels. Same thing with your ideal partner. If you don't know who you're calling in, how is the universe going to know what to give you? Right? That's what I'm saying. So writing down in detail, how do they make you feel? What do they bring to the relationship? Where are they born? I mean, you can go whole hog, half hog, all hog, whatever you want, hog, and figure out what that soulmate looks like so then you can visualize that person And that energy being with you and around you. Another one would be to speak your truth. Be honest and fair. Speaking your truth is extremely difficult at times to people you love or people that you're afraid might judge. Things along those lines. Yet, hear me out. Speaking your truth is the most powerful thing that we can do. As well as, in my general, experiences Speaking my truth and standing my ground has provided a space of much more self-love. And that's what we're all working on, especially during this season. Self-love, self, self, self. Another good one would be to cleanse, charge, and wear a rose quartz crystal. Rose quartz being, of course, for the heart chakra, as well as pink for Libra, and self-love, as well as love for others. Just general, overall love. All the love, love. Rose quartz. Wear it daily. Wear it, you know, for the entire month. Wear it for the rest of the sun season. Wear it just for the full moon. But do something with a rose quartz. Um, Maybe wash it in some moon water. You know, charge it in the moon. Whatever that looks like to you. But a rose quartz would be a great one to carry around with you as a general talisman of giving and receiving love. As I mentioned earlier, reach out. Write a letter. Go mow the lawn for somebody. Do something tiny. For someone else. Start small if you want to. Give them a jingle. And like I said, write them a letter. Pen palage. Why not? Do something that puts you out there to connect intentionally with others. Another one would be to make a gratitude list. What are you grateful for in your relationships, in your relationship with yourself as well? Side bay. Relationships with Libra are not just all of the people around you. It's also the relationship that you hold with yourself. What have you been finding about yourself and how you feel about yourself and what you like to allow and what are your boundaries and what will you and will you not accept from yourself and others? Making a gratitude list is going to bring all of these up to the surface so that we can continue to send out that vibration of gratitude because then that vibration is going to come back to you. Speak into the ether, yell it out loud, sing it to the full moon, whatever you want to do to make you feel comfortable, howl at that baby boo, as long as it feels good to you. The intention is all the difference. Magic, make a genuine intentional change. Some advanced rituals. If you'd like to really dig in a little bit deeper, I have the loving gaze ritual. This can either be done with self or your partner or any relationship in your life. For 3 minutes, set a timer for 3 minutes and either stare at yourself, right in the eyeballs, right in between those eyeballs for 3 minutes straight. And see what comes up for you. It does is it awkward? Does it feel uncomfortable? Does it make you emotional? Does it make you excited or happy or anxious? What does it make you feel? and then do it with your partner silent for 3 minutes try to really connect with the rhythms try to connect with the cycles of each other try to really connect to that person inside a space of love and see what that does for you there's you know it's it's quite intense I'll be real with you it's quite intense uh but try it because it's a muscle that we don't flex. When's the last time that you really looked deep into someone's eyes for three minutes straight, though? We can barely even fucking keep eye contact for three seconds, 0.3 seconds at times. So eye contact is such a deeply rooting and connecting, powerful ritual. So challenge, loving gaze challenge. The second advanced ritual I have is to really dig in deep to recommitting to reviving, rekindling relationships that might just be stale. Might be a little moldy oldy, you know, saggy naggy. And trying to breathe in some new vibrations and new frequency into those relationships. It takes two to make a thing go right. You know what I'm saying? It takes two to make it out of sight. Oh, I'm in a singing mood today, y'all. Hey. Hey. But seriously, what you focus on and what you think about is what you're going to bring about. So think about what in your relationship needs a little bit of uh, fire, passion, and work on nailing down ways to communicate and listen to make that into an actual thing. Rekindle that fire, though! And then, of course, the last one I have is the god and goddess or the warrior and goddess ritual. If we are working with two energies, right— With Aries sun season, we're working on our self energy, and then Libra is bringing us another energy, an opposing energy. So you've got the yin, yang, the male, female, the light, dark, right? We have these opposing energies always swirling around us. So if you were to embody both of these energies and use them to help and support each other, Think about if you were visualizing the warrior energy inside of you, being angry, maybe ready to fight someone, and then the goddess energy swoops in and diffuses and calms and creates harmony with this within the situation. What if you did a visualization where the warrior is maybe lonely or fearful or lost, and then the goddess finds him and brings him back home? brings him to a space of safety and security and nurtures him back to health, whatever that may look like. Or flip it, where the goddess is overwhelmed and, and here comes the warrior to protect and lead her back to a space of contentment and self. Pulling in both of these energies that you have within you, right? You you have that duality. You have both the male and the female, the bright and the dark inside of you. And releasing both of those for some very strong visualizations to try to meld those energies together, right? Thinking about the black and the white, what would it look like to meld it into a gray? Uh, because separation and isolation is what's swimming all over. So for you to send out into the ether, the vibrations of blending and melding and support and oneness is going to change the vibration in not just your world, but potentially the world around you as well. That's about all I got for you. I truly hope that you use some of if not all of, these energies to your advantage. Plug in in the smallest ways or the biggest ways, but just make sure it feels good to you, sweet soul. If you haven't already, we are all over the social media jamolas. At Magic Moon Phase on Instagram, Magic Moon Phase, Magic MF, all of the things, all of the social media, we have got you. I also have a website, magicmf.com, in which I offer tarot readings, personalized rituals, and a whole bunch of other cool jazz ola. Jazz If you want to support me in a different way, please feel free to review this podcast on Apple, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from, as well as share it with the peepsicles that are magical that need a little bit more love in their life. The more that you share, the more people are aware, and the more that we can bring bigger, better, more boombastic vibes to the collective. With that being said, I love listening and hearing from all of you. I've got Louise in Sweden and I've got Kara in Canada and I've got Eleanor in England and I love speaking to you. I love knowing that you listen. I love your feedback and I am so appreciative that you're taking the time to reach out to me as well. It helps me to know that you're listening, that you're loving, that you're supporting, that you're sharing and that you're gaining knowledge and true value from what it is that makes my heart pitter-patter, kidder-catter. So thank you for being a piece of my heart space, by the way. I wanted to shout out those three ladies and please get a hold of me if you would like your own shout out as well because that is what I love to do. Shout out to you. Woo! And as always before I go, I would like to express my deepest and most sincere gratitude to all of you that are listening and sharing and reaching out to me. I truly, truly need you to know how much I enjoy doing this and how much I enjoy knowing that you are listening and loving it as well. During this time, I send you light and I send you massive vibrations of support during your time of isolation. We are all going to get through this together if we all continue to go make some magic, motherfuckers. I will see you soon for the new-